Hello, and welcome to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, on the New Story Podcast. The Energy Report is a little delayed today, and I don't know if you can hear, but I am a little bit under the weather. I have been doing some uh, hormone replacement therapy, and when you are trying to get the dosage right, it can be pretty much um, just an insane process uh, emotionally and physically uh, as your immune system sort of like goes, runs, runs rampant. Um, so I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a little bit congested, and I'm recording this a couple of days later than I normally do. But still on time for y'all, and also for me, because this really helps me to know uh, what to look out for in the upcoming weeks, too. So the week we are looking at is the last week of April, uh, Monday, the 29th of April, into Sunday, 5-5. What a wonderful uh, vibration that is, that 5-5 vibration of freedom and independence. Um, I always love the number 5. So... The weekly theme I've picked this week is I approve of myself. I approve of myself. The tarot card that I pulled, uh, two came up. One was the Eight of Wands, which is things moving very quickly. Wands are energy. It's accelerated motion. And we've had this a few times already this last year. And when I asked, uh, well, what are we moving towards? Bam, you know, motherfucking two cups popped up. And this is a card that connects us to the preparation needed to love uh, wholeheartedly, to love unconditionally. And oftentimes this card, yeah, it's like the soulmate card, we call it. But it is also about us calling attention to the separation that exists that serves as an illusory blockage to our our attaining our loving ideals, you know, that often we find matched in the other. Love is a universal force. It's not individual. It's not accessible to you in one person and not in another. Love is the thread that our lives move from. If we seek love through separation, i.e. there's only one person who can love me the way that I want to be loved or who we can feel love from, we may feel battle we may battle with not feeling love our whole lives. We have to really open up to the energy of love within us and all around us in everything. And then when we feel the abundance of love surrounding us, usually we will call more loving situations to us. Uh, and appropriate aligned uh, relationships instead of the ones that sort of mirror inner beliefs and uh, self-value issues. Um, the, uh, the weekly ritual is morning gratitudes and affirmations. This week I'm heavily borrowing from Louise Hay and her wonderful teachings. Um, before you open your eyes in the morning, think of all that you're grateful for. Let yourself know, I approve of you. You're doing the best you can with what you have, and that's more than good enough. I'm going to have a good day. Things can be easy. Things can be in flow. People care about me, and I know that those people are coming to uh, meet me, that spirit has my best interests at heart. So on a morning, you're just trying to really focus on the good and how you, what you want, focusing on what we want, not focusing on what we don't want. So each time we try to criticize where we're at, 
making out like we're not where we should be, we're not who we should be. Stop yourself and simply say, I approve of, of you. Very helpful. Uh, last week upped our personal transformation stakes with the Pluto uh, retrograde. Some felt enlivened by it and some felt awful. Our spiritual fortitude and abilities are not measured by feeling good all the time. If you did feel bad, you are probably courageously doing some deep internal purging and leveling yourself up. And I'm not saying if you didn't feel bad that you're not doing that work. I'm just saying we're all doing this work at different times through different uh, elements. So don't worry about measuring how well you're doing against anyone else's experience. You know, recently uh, I felt called to reread Louise Hayes' book, You Can Heal Your Life. And I've read this many times uh, during my, um, you know, the last 10 years because it's just such such a great book. And there's always a little gem in there that um, is something you might need to hear or see. And one thing that stood out to me as I was rereading it was her personal confirmation. She died when she was in her 90s that healing and transformation is a lifelong activity. It is the human experience. You know, many people would prefer to live in a state of numbness or distraction than take responsibility for the power of the creative mind. And that may be their path, but it may not be ours. For me, my soul guides me along, pushing me to reclaim more and more of my power. And often this is done through contrast. So the contrast of a less less than ideal health situation that I'm currently experiencing. Uh, The contrast could be a relationship situation, a job, housing, you name it, that we um, are seeing out pictured in our lives and we just are like, this is not the right fit. And so we are called to purge more and more of our conditioned response and beliefs and to really connect in more with our truth. And I was also thinking about like someone like uh, Doreen Virtue, who, um, you know, spent a very long time in her life um, on one system of spirituality and then did a complete about turn uh, recently into a into a whole nother system of spirituality, which is much more patriarchal and um, it's almost like a, a regression in some ways. No judgment. That's like her path that she's on. Um, but I find it very interesting. So we can know all the right things. You could be a writer, write all the right books. You could create, you know, dozens and dozens of tools, spiritual tools that help people. But guess what? We still have to keep transforming ourselves and the way that we, our belief systems and what's going on underneath us, because really that's all that matters. Um, I am so supremely grateful for all of the strong beings working their asses off to take responsibility for their self-nurturance. You are all so important to us all. You know, as we heal ourselves, we help to heal the world. You hear me say that a million fucking times. Um, Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So Monday, the 29th of uh, April, Saturn is going to... Station retrograde in Capricorn through September 18th. If Pluto helps us to tear down and evolve what's not working, Saturn is the workhorse ready to put the pieces together again. And Saturn entered Capricorn in December of 2017. He's going to remain in these themes through December 2020. 
Saturn symbolically is the father of planets. He constricts and represents our work of evolution and our limitations to expansion. Saturn reminds us of our responsibilities and our commitments. Saturn's lessons help us to actually grow and are incredibly important to our missions as earthly beings inhabiting human bodies. You know, we all go through that wonderful rite of passage, our Saturn returns every 28 years, 29 years. And uh, it is basically a passage into maturity where we go, well, What have I been taught so far? What am I going to keep and what am I going to shed away? And it's one of the biggest shifts that we go through as humans uh, in our adult lives. So right now, Saturn is at home in Capricorn. Uh, Capricorn is the ruler of Saturn. It's the hardest working energy in the Zodiac. It has really high ideals and it holds itself to a very high expectations Uh, expectation of results and success. And as we know from the birth chart, everybody has Capricorn working in their chart and working for them. Some people a little bit more powerfully, uh, but everybody does have this energy. So this, it it does connect us, connect to us all. Um, Again, you've heard me say this so many times if, if you've been listening for a while, Capricorn's true purpose is to build the spiritual world in the material world. But in the energetic density and dark ages that we find ourselves, this energy is often used only to accrue more in the physical world and to disassociate from what is intuitive as illogical. So with Saturn and Capricorn, the divine masculine is having his moment to really shine within each of us. How will our physical life be of service to our spirituality, to our creativity, to our feelings, to our nurturing and wellness? How will our logical, rational, hardworking side be of service to our intuitive, faith-based, spiritual side? You know, Saturn uh, is at home in Capricorn. The energy for maturing right now is incredibly strong during this time. When a planet goes retrograde, it turns inward. We are looking within how we can mature in these themes right now, how, you know, is our motivation for accruing material things, status, recognition, approval, you know, we're really shedding that. That is not, no longer is that the sign of a mature man, the sign or person rather, the sign of a mature person is, uh, am I living a life of integrity? Am I serving my wellness, my health? Am I revering my body and, uh, and my calling, right? If I feel called to make music, am I revering that? Or am I brushing aside my calling in order to make money? Um, all important themes for us to think about. And on Saturday, 5-4, we've got a new moon in Taurus. And we've heard a lot about Taurus lately. Taurus has just been extremely activated, especially with Uranus in Taurus, like basically like electrifying us with these Taurian humanitarian themes. New moons are new, fresh emotional starts for us. So perhaps this is a new start in how we're going to treat our bodies, how we spend money, how we're of service to ourselves, and of course, how we take care of our resources. You are a wonder of creation. You are nature. You are a necessary part of our human experience and you have the right to exist and to exist with dignity. I approve of you. 
Let's all approve of ourselves this week. Pat ourselves on the back for this amazing transformative work that we are doing. Rest. Take it easy. You know, be patient with yourself. Simplify. Go slow. Be a good mom and dad to yourself. Sending you all love, and I will connect in with you next week. As always, thank you so much to our patrons that help make this podcast uh, available. If you feel like you want to support the newsletter and podcast, I so appreciate your support. You can make any kind of donation, even a one-time donation via my, via my Patreon. And um, you can also just share it with a friend. Uh, so thanks so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.